Welcome to the House of Life NYC. You'll meet regular folks sharing their how-tos for life and get my tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. In today's episode, I am going to share with you my review of the book, The Alter Ego Effect by Todd Herman, as I promised a couple of episodes ago. I'm also going to share with you an update as to where I've been and what I've been thinking, and maybe you can weigh in on that as well. And then finally, as usual, I will share a hot spot with you here in town. And then I'm going to ask you for something. So stay tuned. So basically, the book, The Alter Ego Effect, The Power of Secret Identities to Transform Your Life by Todd Herman is a book I picked up a few months ago and it took me a few months to actually get through it just because of life happening. I'm one of those people who picks up several books and reads a little bit at a time until I can just hunker down and read straight through. Are you like that? Let me know. Reach out to Lee at WLeeFM.com via email or on social at House of Life underscore NYC. I'd love to hear from you and connect. So basically, the alter ego effect written by Todd Herman helps people say goodbye to ordinary and hello to extraordinary by coming up with an alter ego. Basically, it's a mental performance guide, if you will. And that's my take. Okay. And if you are timid or lack some confidence, just channel somebody who you really respect and admire, or maybe an animal or an object that that promotes or, or that some something or someone who you feel projects the things that you feel you lack but wish you had. So in the book, Todd Herman talks about uh, Superman and Clark Kent, and then he poses the question, which one is the actual alter ego? Very interesting. So I'll let you read the book to figure that one out. But he mentions things like a phone booth moment when you need to turn and change into your alter ego, uh, your trapped self, moments of impact, a field of play, and your heroic self, basically undefined resistance, you know, that thing that's holding you back from pursuing something and that there is a heroic self in everyone waiting to become unlocked and that uh, with your alter ego or secret identity, that's the way to activating it. And it was really an interesting read. And so if this resonates with you, definitely check out the book. One of the fun takeaways is that there's a picture of glasses on the cover and Todd Herman said that he wears them because he came across something that said that glasses make people look smart and serious and that's how he wanted to be known or seen as and so he wears them even though he doesn't use them or need them rather and I thought that was interesting so the idea then is is there an object or something that you can carry or wear or have on you that will also help you project a certain image that you want folks to see you as is very interesting I I don't uh you know <laughs> I happen to have to wear glasses. 
<laughs> didn't used to be and I'm kind of vain so I only take them out when I have to take them out and when I was with my co-founder Andrew Wong we co-founded the Asian American Podcasters Association we gave a talk last week actually at the Asian American Alliance for the Arts also known as A4 and it was a small group of about 30 people but I sat there for a moment thinking, do I want to wear my glasses or do I want to just go without them and squint or fake like I don't need my glasses? <laughs> and so I did what I usually do and I clipped my glasses to the shirt, my shirt collar. But anyway, I think that it's very useful if you can take along something to give you that boost of confidence or energy or something that's going to help you perform better. Another thing that was interesting from the book is that doing something leads to finding out your why. And I have it in my notebook. I've just written on page 131 in the hardcover edition that that is helpful if you need to know more about your why, why you're doing something, what your purpose is. And then finally, which has nothing to do with this current comment, which is the key to your alter ego is to have an emotional connection to it. One of the examples the author gave in the book is someone who connected to being a tiger and all of the qualities that come with being a tiger. So again, if you're going to try an alter ego, make sure you're emotionally connected with it and name this person, place, or thing, and then come up with an origin story for it and decide which superpowers you have and what your driving force is. And again, having that item that will sort of activate it, as we just mentioned before. And so again, if this book, what I'm saying resonates with you, go out and get it. It'll be a great read for you. And hopefully you'll read it faster than I did. <laughs> Once again, it's called The Alter Ego Effect, The Power of Secret Identities to Transform Your Life by Todd Herman. And while we're on the subject of books, I'd like to recommend a new one written by Chris Kremitzos called Start Ugly, a timeless tale about innovation and change. It's a must read for entrepreneurs and creatives. It's a hardcover book, came out just this month, and I'm in the middle of reading it. But essentially, Chris Kremitzos is the founder of PodFest in Orlando every year in March. It's podfestexpo.com. And you may want to give it a read if you are struggling or feeling like things in your entrepreneurial venture are ugly. <laughs> in other words, not perfect. None of us starts out perfectly. And I guess that's the main point. And when I finish reading it, I'll let you know if I remember to. But that's another book that I'm currently reading. I'd love to know what you're reading. So let me know. Connect at houseoflife underscore NYC across the channels. Or you can email me at lee at wleefm.com or go to houseoflifenyc.com and click on the voice memo tab and leave a voicemail message or just whip out your cell phone, record something and then send it to us. Send it to me rather, my team of three, me, myself and I. <laughs> 
Yes, moving on. I have to refresh my screen. Just give me a moment as I turn on my computer because it went to sleep while I was babbling about uh, books. Oops, not taking that password. Let me try one more time. So I woke up one morning and said, I'd like to have a breakfast adventure. <laughs> And so when my child was younger, it was easier uh, to have to have a buy-in. And now it's a little harder the older the older he is. But anyway, so I said, well, let's go on a breakfast adventure. Let's find somewhere new and explore and taste. And so I ended up at a neighborhood staple in the Upper West Side. It's called Cafe Fiorello, and it's uh, 1900 Broadway, basically Broadway and about 64th, West 64th Street. And I looked at the menu and I really don't like brunch. I really don't. I'd rather order a lunch item, a, a real lunch item or a dinner item. I don't know what it is about breakfast uh, being served as brunch that I don't like. Are you like that or am I, am I alone in this? <laughs> so anyway, we got there with a few minutes until 11 a.m. to spare. And so I asked if uh, we could wait a few moments so that I could order off the regular menu to which uh, the server replied, yeah, that's fine. And so I ended up getting the gluten-free prosciutto pizza which was yummy and my son ordered the pancakes now I thought to myself for $16.50 these pancakes uh that seems that's about that's about what we'd pay anyway now these pancakes I I was just thinking they would be just pancakes, you know, diner pancakes. Although I know Cafe Fiorello is uh, more than a few steps above a diner. <laughs> but when these pancakes arrived, oh my goodness, I wanted to take out a ruler because they were fluffy, almost an inch in height. I kid you not. I took a picture and maybe I can post it later. You know how bad I am about that. And so again, I'm calling for anyone listening who is a social media manager, please hit me up because I need the help. <laughs> so anyway, my shout out is to Cafe Fiorello for the pancakes. Now I must say the one thing that uh, also left an impression upon me was that as I made my way to the back of the restaurant to use the restroom, I noticed that many tables had a plate of a bread with some something raisiny looking on them. And so as we were leaving, I asked the maitre d', I said, excuse me, what is this plate that everybody seems to have? And he said, oh, we give it to everyone. It's our blueberry focaccia. And I said, well, we didn't receive any. And two things from this experience. One, when we first arrived, I made sure to let the same person know that this was our first time at the restaurant, even though we've lived in the neighborhood for years. And two, if you don't receive something, 
ask for it because otherwise you might hold the resentment. And I knew myself. I knew that we didn't receive it. And I had an inkling that one was supposed to receive it upon sitting down at a table. And so I said, no, we never received that at our table. And he very adeptly and quickly said, oh, would you like me to give you some to go? And I said, yes, that would be great. Because I knew I would be fuming if I hadn't asked for it. (laughs) And then it turns out I don't really like focaccia. So my son and I tasted it and we're like, meh. And not because it's bad, but just because we don't care for focaccia and we kind of forgot that. But Otherwise, the pancakes were great and we, our server, Nabili, he was really wonderful and very attentive. And so if you have cause for seeking out a place for a breakfast adventure, head on out to Cafe Fiorello. It was lovely. I didn't have to wait in line. Uh, We got there at the right time because then a line did form. Again, that's at 1900 Broadway. I'll put it in the show notes for you. And by the way, their food photos on their website, cafefiorello.com, are really mostly, for the most part, amazing. And I take food photos, as you know, I take them very seriously as a photographer. And so I guess that's a good point for me to tell you, or a good time rather, to tell you that I have decided to segue and transition back to my events and personal action photography division. And so please, if you are in New York City and you need a photographer, you need some professional photos of your event or your speaking engagements, or you just want to have photos of yourself doing what it is that you love doing, please hit me up that you can email me here at the show, lee at wleefm.com, tell all your friends. And while you're talking to your friends, would you please, as I ask of you in each episode, please, please share the show with at least two other people you think would enjoy spending time with us as well. (laughs) And here's where I say thank you so much for staying with me and listening to the show and having me be part of your day. I know that you can listen to so many other things and for you or shows rather, and for you to hit play and listen all the way through. I really deeply appreciate it. And one might ask, well, Lee, why haven't you been publishing episodes as frequently? And here's my answer. And maybe this has happened to you. I just hit a left turn onto Bummer Road and I've been reevaluating things and, and been in a state of flux and oh my gosh, I'm so behind with everything so I'm going to do nothing but hide under the covers. Does that ever happen to you? <laughs> and so I sat down today and I thought, you know what, I haven't posted a new episode in a while and I'm really wanting to reconnect and and get back on to the road of regularity with episodes. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for being with me. But also, if you have ever had a stint down Bummer Road, let me know. Share, connect. <laughs> because if we know we're not alone, then, then it makes it easier, doesn't it? And so thank you so much for your time today. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.